If you're listening to this podcast, you probably think that I love to talk. And you're kind of right, I really do like talking about things that are close to my heart, and instructional communication is one of them. After all, I did choose it as my major. But I really still do suffer from oral communication anxiety because half the time I really don't know what to say to fill in gaps of dead air. And this is something that we will go into further in today's episode. Hi, I'm Jayco, a sophomore student at the University of the Philippines, Teleman, and you're listening to Full 180, a podcast about instructional communication. For today's episode, we will be talking about oral communication anxiety. As someone who signed up for a major that involves a lot of talking, I do experience a lot of the anxiety associated with public speaking. Half the time, I don't know what to say to fill in gaps like dead air. I resort to the use of fillers such as like, but um, and uh buzzwords so that I don't sound too stupid if I tend to black out in public. And based on Carmen Cita del Villar's full-length research paper entitled Beginning Filipino Students' Attributions About Oral Communication Anxiety, a lot of fellow Filipino students share the same sentiment as me. I grew up with English as my primary second language, and a lot of times I use it more often than Filipino when conversing with my peers. Of course, at home, my primary language is Filipino, or Tagalog, so I tend to, of course, be fluent in both, I guess, but it's a lot different when you're on stage talking about a particular topic and wanting to sound smart in front of people. Especially difficult if you know what you want to talk about but suddenly can't find the right words to say. This was a fear that I had when I enrolled in the BA Speech Communication Program. Although it wasn't such a big concern that I thought I wouldn't enroll in the program, it's just that I thought I would never give a flawless speech ever. And personally, I still don't think that moment has happened yet. Because even in class presentations, I tend to have dead air that I, if not fillers, I use jokes or laughter, awkward laughter, to conceal my anxiety. And half the time, what helps me is having some sort of idiot board or a script to follow if it's a presentation. But if it's like a public speaking activity, I'm really just standing there in the middle, looking straight at the audience and panicking. It's not even that I don't know what to say, because I do. I planned it beforehand, but it's just that I suddenly got hit by the realization that hundreds of people are in that audience, even if most of the time it's just like 30 to 40 people. What helped me, however, is to make sure that I have hallmarks in my speech. What I mean by hallmarks is that there are specific words in my planned out speech that will remind me of what to talk about next, so that if I don't say the words in verbatim, I at least get very close to what I intended to talk about. I did this for my speech 30 class because our last requirement for that was a speech you present in front of your classmates. And I really did want it to turn out well because I did like my classmates and my professor in that class a lot. 
So I tried to make it sound very humorous. So I injected some pop culture references, some self-deprecating humor in there, and I think it worked out well. And those hallmarks were just simple words that reminded me that I needed to talk about the next topic or the next section of my life in that particular prompt. And I guess this is something that worked out because I also rehearsed it the night before and a few days even before that. And this is something that works for Filipino students in particular because since English isn't our first language, there are some inherent barriers to that, you know. It's not always that you're fluent and free-flowing in your use of a second language. After all, when you're bilingual, you tend to code switch. But according to Del Villar's study, Filipino students who rehearsed the night before found that it helped them prepare and make sure that the material that they were going to talk about will sound coherent and relatable to their target audience. And I guess, inherently, we all know what causes our anxiety. Is it a fear of failure? Is it pride? And Del Villar also highlights that in her study by saying that Filipino students have an innate knowledge of what makes them afraid of public speaking. So I'm really going to sound cliche here, but if you know what you're afraid of, then I guess it can't hurt you because you're going to be able to have the opportunity to formulate some strategies to avoid it. So in my case, it was using humor and hallmarks. It's also something that I do whenever I come across debates, for example, because I'm a very, very novice debater. Like, I'm at the bottom of the food chain. I'm really bad. But at the very least, if I don't want to sound stupid, I make sure that I have hallmarks in my notes. At least I'll know when I have to talk about my next argument or if I just want to wrap it up and then leave the next speaker to clean up after my mess. But, you know, I guess it's just really something that I got from writing as well. Because I have this philosophy that when I write, I want it to sound natural. And by natural, I mean that if I say the words out loud, it's going to sound good. It's also a way for me to spot grammatical errors and faulty parallelism. I guess that works both ways. If it doesn't sound good when I write it down, it won't sound good when I speak. And that's how hallmarks come in. It's like the first word in a paragraph or the main clause. So yeah, that's what works for me when I try to overcome my public speaking anxiety. And it's probably what I do in this podcast as well. And I guess that's it. It's a short but sweet episode where I talk about something that's close to my heart, public speaking, but also something that permeates throughout my entire life, which is anxiety. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Full 180. And once again, I'd like to thank my professor, Ms. Gray Ann Keith Pasqual, for her modules which serve as the base framework of all these episodes. Till the next Full 180.